because today is a special day. I normally have actors on the show, but today I have the creator, the founder, the awesome woman, Susan Ferris, who has created and founded Bohemia Group, a talent management company, not only in Los Angeles, Mm-mm. all over, globally. I'm going to introduce her. She's going to tell you all about it. You're going to find out so much information uh, from the other side of the um, uh, artistic, uh, what? The artistic... Well, I call it the other side of the desk. The other side of the desk. You guys, welcome Susan. Hi. Hello. How, How are, are you? you? I'm good. I'm, I'm so good. glad you came all the way to my space well, to do this. you know, going all the way into the valley. Okay, so... stop it. It's only on Ventura Boulevard. <laughs> it's five minutes from Hollywood. It was, it's actually really, it was nice to get out of the office. Yes. Which I don't do very often. Well, here's why I wanted you here. Because besides the fact that I adore you, and I think you're incredible at your job, Thank I you. do know this. You love what you do, and you love actors. And your your mission is to help them. That's right. And And you've expanded your company, so tell us all about it. So I started the company back in 1992. Wow. So... We're like super old. Uh, <laughs> Not that old. <laughs> so I started it here in LA. Mm-hmm. And right around 2009, I started to expand into New York, uh, New Orleans, London. Now I'm in Berlin, Auckland, Olympia, Washington. So if your actor's listening, she's everywhere. Well, I have a really big belief, and it doesn't actually matter where your ass sits. Yeah. You should not be bound by geography ever as an no, actor. Well, not anymore. No. That's for sure. Um, that was something I sort of saw coming back in, the, in 2008, 2009. Mm-hmm. So. What made you go into management? Were you an agent? Were you an actress? What's your, what's nope. your story? Nope. nope. You're a musician. Um, nope. Yes. No. Yeah. Yes. Uh, no, I come from rock and roll. Mm. Uh, and back in the early 90s, a band came to me and said... Uh, Help. Will you manage us? And I'm like, how hard can it be? <laughs> I mean, really? So I found out that it wasn't actually that easy. No. But here we are, 27 years later. So what is it that you love about managing actors, and how is managing actors different than agenting actors for the people listening? So the difference between a manager and an agent. Um, an agent's job really is to procure employment. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as they hate it when I say this, they're the the they're the car dealership. They're the dealers. They're yeah. the they're going to go out and they're going to get you the jobs and negotiate the deals. Managers also do. <laughs> we, we, <laughs> she laughs because it's a tricky situation. It's a tricky because situation. managers do do that. Do However, do that. it is However, really it's actually against the law. Right. Um, a, a law called the TAA. Right. Um, which, which states which basically says that. In order to be uh, an agent, you need to be bonded and licensed, and managers don't have to do any of that. Um, it's a fairly arcane law, and everybody's trying, including the agents. We're all right. trying to change it. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. So but, it's really the manager's job to really help the actor after he procures the work to guide them in their career. To guide them, I really, I, you know, what I when people ask me what I do, I tell them I'm a strategist. 
Great. That's really my job. Okay. Um, and if that includes you don't have an agent and we still need to do all that, then then we're going to do whatever it takes. Mm -hmm. You know, and some people are like, oh, so what? You just help me pick out pictures? Yeah, that's something that we do. But it's it's more than, oh, use this headshot. It's, it's you know, it really is putting your whole career together. We're sort of your the strategy we're, we're of your the, career. We're at the helm of the, you know, we're the, we're, you're probably, you're the, if you're the actor, you're probably the captain of the ship, but chances are <laughs> you have no idea what you're doing. So you basically, you sit with the actor, you go over what their, you know, dreams are, what mm -hmm. kind of goals they have. So it, it's interesting because when I sit with actors and inevitably any actor that I sit with and I have the conversation with, I always, the, what I always hear is, oh, that's a really good question. I'm like, okay, it wasn't a hard question. The questions like, I, I ask, yes. so I say, so one of the things I ask every actor is, um, whose career? Whose career do you want? I'm not talking about, I know you want your own career. Dead, alive, male, female, whose career trajectory mm, do you see and go, that's the career I want? So when somebody comes in and they go, oh gosh, Miley Cyrus. Mm. It's like, okay, that's an interesting career choice. That's fine. That's what you want to do. Mm -hmm. Was thinking a, a, a little more depth than that, but okay, I get it. Although she's kind of fascinating, kind of fascinating. Say. But but it, but then I then but that tells me something, right? That that tells me the sort of the the, the road you want to go down, you know? Which, which is, is fine. Do you know, I have wrong with that. I have actors who have been on television series, but their main goal they just want to be a superhero. And that's and you know what I say to that. You're a badass, and if that's really what you want to do, then you go after that. That's tenfold. exactly right. So I don't, I never judge anybody for it, but I'm always fascinated. I'm also fascinated by the people who come and they give me somebody somewhat, somewhat obscure, and you're like, okay. So I ask that question. The other question I ask is, what won't you do? Mm. Because that also tells me a lot. Okay. You know, sometimes there are people won't do things for religious reasons, mm -hmm. which I completely respect. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes it's a Somebody who's straight and they're maybe not ready to play a gay character. They're, 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 it, it, I'm basically asking the actor, do you know, and you may not, do you know what your boundaries are? Right. And it's okay if you don't know what your boundaries are. I'm just asking you. Because you're just trying to get. Gauge in their head yes. where they are in their world. You know, I've had, I've had actors, uh, particularly with kids, who were very religious. Mm -hmm. And their parents were like. If it even has the word witch in it, you can't. You, I mean, you can't. You can't just forget it. Well, so, that, what, what I'm going to say to that is that you just want to lay all the cards on the to, table, and that's why I do it. So I know, right, before you what even get I'm, involved, because I well, not even before I get involved, because even if I want to get involved with you, then I also don't want to do something that's going to waste anybody's time. So agent, and this is for actors who are new in the business yeah. and they're listening. So you get an agent to help you procure the work. Nowadays, people have both because there's two people fighting for you because it's an industry of opportunity. And so if you have more people reaching out for that opportunity for you, there's more yes. possibility. Okay, yes. Now, one thing that I, I, when an actor comes to me and I say, okay, why do you want a manager? Mm -hmm. If you're saying to me, I just want to get more appointments, mm -hmm. I'm not the person for you. There you go. I'm not the person, and that doesn't mean I'm not going to get you appointments. Right. Hell, sometimes I get more appointments than the agent. Correct. But if the only reason you think you want a manager is just to get more appointments, more auditions, then just find an agent who will, you know, 
that that's all you do and come to me when you have something to manage. Okay. You know? Why do actors want a manager? I would hope they want managers um, because they, they need somebody who will strategize with them. They don't know how to navigate uh, what's going on. I, I have a lot of clients who are not from Hollywood, so you know, helping people from other countries navigate mm -hmm. is a big part of what we do. Mm -hmm. um, and how to do the right picture, how to write the right resume, mm -hmm. how to the right classes, the mm -hmm. right exactly just creating that package exactly. Well, and 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 it's actually so much more than that because sometimes people come to me with a package, and I know you know sort of back in the old days. Uh, you'd go to a manager and the first thing would be like, ah, oh, you need your headshots. <laughs> and that's not always the case. It's, uh, my, my, I sort of come from a, let's see what's missing. Mm -hmm. Before you go and spend uh, heaps of money uh, reshooting something. I love know. that you're saying that because so many actors come into my studio and say, oh, I just saw them with someone new and they want new pictures. And I look at their pictures and I think they're perfect. Mm. Why are you going to spend another $600? Exactly. So for me, it's not, not about you need new. And sometimes you do need new. Of course. But it's not that you need new. It's let's, let's fill the hole. That's, let's fix the hole that's missing. Mm -hmm. the, so if an actor calls you and they come in, what is that? Quality that thing that you clicks in your brain uh -huh. that goes, Oh, I want to, I want this person on my team. I want to help this person. What Are you that? talking about what the actor thinks or what I think? What you think? Oh, so for me, this is like, okay, I, I don't know what the actor thinks. I get this question a lot. <laughs> for me, it is 100% gut instinct. I mm. know the first 10 seconds you walk into my office. Mm. It's actually, if you, well, chances are, if you are, if you're getting into my office, I already have an interest in you anyway. Mm -hmm. um, based on picture, based on resume, they, based uh, on what be, you I mean, a it recommendation. Could be, could be I mean, yes. Okay. I mean, it really could be anything. Okay. Um, so in the first ten seconds of you walking into me my, into my office, I I, I know right away. It's mm -hmm. almost yours to lose mm. if I like you. Mm. Because you're such an awesome person. Oh. <laughs> well, what do you think you're doing it's, sitting right here? We've had so many fun lunches. We have had some fun lunches. I know. But go I ahead. Don't. So you get that. You have an impulse. I have an impulse. But it's about the person's confidence, the way no. they look at you, no. the way their essence is. I, it's not. I can't. I can't even go. I don't know. You don't it know. It really, for me, and I can only speak for myself. Yes, of course. You know, um, really, truly, I know instantly. I also know instantly when it's a big, fat no. And can you the give us, I like, can't. nothing? And you can't give us any I, juicy, I, nothing? Well, here's what's funny, because I, I, uh, I think you know that we have a lot of managers at Bohemia. Well, these people listening don't um, know, but Bohemia but has have, a lot of a man. We have a lot, lot of, of managers, managers at Bohemia, and everybody sort of has their own sort of special thing that they do. Okay. There have been plenty of times when people have met with other managers, and I have seen either jumped into it, say hi, or met these people and I know right away <laughs> this is a bad move but why give it's, me something I, I wish it's I could. about I, their it's just, it's, it's, does the actor come across arrogant no. or not friendly no, because I don't or... care about arrogance I mean you have to have a, a level of arrogance I think to be a, don't be an ass right but to, um, to rise but up I mean, just a little bit of confidence factor little, yeah. but there's difference between confidence and arrogance yeah and I, I guess because sometimes I can be arrogant mm. <laughs> when I need to be usually those people when they <laughs> me come too in, <laughs> but usually when those arrogant people come into my office they don't they're not they there's not a click <laughs> well they usually I, I tend to rule that meeting <laughs> yeah oh you want to be arrogant 
It's okay, <laughs> we can play that game. I'm way better at it than you. Okay, so an actor comes in, you have an impulse, you have a just um, you know well, some, well, something. But I was gonna what I was gonna oh, say yes. is a lot of times if I see that the person that they're gonna sign, there's a red flag. Oh, I'll tell them. Mm-hmm. Now if they choose to sign them, I don't. I'm not gonna be like, don't do it. I'll I'll say. I see a red flag. Yes. Just be on the lookout. And now here's a little bit of arrogance. Ninety-five percent of the time. You're right. I'm right. <laughs> and that's again, but that's. But, but I that's really being wish you could tell me a little bit of the, what that red flag would be yeah, you know, for these people be, listening. Yeah, I wish I could because it could. I be, wish you could too. I, I, it, it could be because I can bottle that. <laughs> um, I mean, sometimes it's as as simple as uh, uh, your body language. Mm. Sometimes it's when you don't think I'm paying attention to you, the looks that you're making, mm. where you think that you're, you know, the, the, the smirk or the, I mean, mm-hmm. I pay attention to that. I pay mm. attention to your body language. I pay attention to what's going on in your eyes. Mm-hmm. If, you know, you, so I, I, and again, that's 30 years, that's 30 years of practice, you know, so. Can you give us an example of someone that you, um, felt that way, but then gave it a chance and it worked? Uh, or that I had a red flag and then yes, it worked? Yes. Hmm. Hmm. Let me marinate on that for a second. Because uh, there have been a couple where I've been like, hey, and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. Those don't happen very often either, though. <laughs> um, well, think about that. Yeah, let's let come me, back I to have, yeah, let Okay, me so let's go back. So the process yeah. is, so they yeah. come to you, they have yeah. a meeting, yeah. you're connecting, you're a really vulnerable person, I sit with you, we yeah. have a, we hang out, yeah. and you know, you're open, and I yeah. think it's probably the people that resonate to you are the people that are just as open, that are just a vessel to hear information and not be guarded. That's my what I would assume. I could be wrong. Um, but let me ask you this. Yeah. Before they come in, how do people get to you? Is it usually recommendations from agents? Oh, so how do they uh, get to you? Um, it's that, see, yes, there's recommendations. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't back and tell you who it is because that's not fair to them. But one of my very successful actors mm-hmm. came to me because I got their headshot in uh, in the mail. Ah, and I saw the headshot, and the headshot was okay mm-hmm. but there was something that you just you saw it, it was like mm, something grabbed there's your attention. something here I couldn't even tell you what it was because the headshot was adequate mm-hmm. but it was enough it of a headshot that I was like this is somebody I should call in but do people still send their picture in the mail yes, or do, occasionally. They do yeah and I have to tell you is it's that... a waste of time oh it is a waste of time I think okay. it's a waste of time I think everything's digital but wait let me just ask you something yeah. so that wasn't a waste of time but it now, a of, now it's a waste it's a, of time 10 years later it's a waste of time or is it kind of fun to get a picture in the mail no it's uh, not it's, uh, no it's not uh, and because okay. it's, it's and this is again can only speak for me yeah this is but, just uh, Susan's opinion <laughs> yes um I when I go and when I get the mail and there's a big envelope it's like oh wow somebody's okay and and 90% of the time it's usually somebody who's brand you can tell they're brand new to the game mm-hmm. and they're just doing what they think is the right thing to do which to it me is, fine because which is great you gotta have be courteously aggressive but, and, get and, out that's, there and I have no problem with that I get m- more I probably get well I used to get Hundreds a week. 
In, um, on an email? Uh, but now I get, uh, no, uh, uh, mailed. Now I get them emailed. I have an email specifically set up oh. to for people to send headshots and resumes. What is that email? It's info, I-N-F-O, at bohemiaent.com. Bohemiaent.com. And I look at every single one. Wow. Now, I don't obviously <laughs> answer every email. I don't. But I look at every single picture and resume that comes into that email. And just to see if that one person you never know. clicks. Because you never know. You never know. I just signed a kid mm -hmm. in New York. Mm -hmm. Her mother sent me a picture of her kid. She has done one thing. I saw the picture and was like, holy smoke, this kid's got it. And then did you meet this? So then you, you liked Skyped it, you called them. them, you Skyped. I Skyped with them immediately. And then I had them meet my New York, and I signed them right then. And I had mm -hmm. them meet my manager in New York, the manager who works with me there, for me there. And uh, and then the last time I was in New York, I'm in New York a lot. Mm -hmm. I set up a meeting and met with them. And she's already, we've already got her signed to a big agency. And Fantastic. she's going to, I mean, she's got, she's it. She's, and if you saw her picture, you, you'd see it. She's yeah. got it. Right, and what she means by it is sort of this inner sparkle. Yeah, it's an inner and you glow. do you see it, and if you saw people, yeah, you do you see it. You feel it. You do feel it. That's what it is. And it's this that is connection. Just a... And what I want to imbue upon everyone listening is is that you have to know yourself so well inside and out, and by knowing yourself, mm -hmm. there's a internal power. So you can just be when you take meetings with people, and that essence of yourself is going to shine through. Yeah. Which is, you know, you, yes, that's true. Here's the thing about that. That also carries over when you audition. Correct. Um, these are the same people who have that sort of, that inner, what the, that essence, I've always hated that word. Um, uh, it's that sparkle, it and, is. But it, it is. is. And, but those are the same people who, when they have auditions. They're interesting. Well, they make a choice. Mm -hmm. And they make the choice and they own the choice. 1,000%. And I, those are, and I appreciate that, as opposed to the wishy-washy, oh my they, God, should I do it with a, it's the make the choice. Right. And so that, I think that carries on. And with, so when people come in for you, do you have them audition for you? Or you no. just meet them? You just have the, you, you go by conversation. I do, 100%. I used oh. to have them audition for me. Years and years ago, I would have them come in and, and I would and, have them come in and yeah. do scenes. Yeah. And um, and anytime I said come in and do a scene, I would be like, please don't do Danny in the deep blue scene. Everybody <laughs> I laugh because do, that's from the old days. But that's it is, and that's and everybody wanted to do it because they had to yell and emote, and it's like make me laugh. But if you if you really understand Danny in the deep blue sea, there's so much comedy in that scene. You have no idea. And if you that's and, a sidetrack. And, and, totally. But uh, on that sidetrack. They shouldn't yell. It's actually better. When yelling they is the most boring choice. When exactly. I actors come into me and they start yelling, I go, it's like, "This yeah. is the most obvious choice. Exactly. Everything else, but do anything, but anything, but." And if you're really angry, actually, the quieter you are, the the, the, yes. the angrier you are. You High five you to you. I agree on that. Hundred um, percent. But so we don't. So I don't do that anymore. Um, yeah. Even with kids, I don't really do that anymore because. They do usually send a reel or a clip, right? Yeah. So these days, times have changed. So oh, yeah. listening All digital. here, everything's digital. You have info at bohemiaent.com um, if you're interested. And I tell everybody that you should always take a chance. You never know where your next connection is going to be. Know. But 
before you take that chance, you better be training, you better know what you're doing, and you better be good. Because you don't want to, you know, blow your opportunities. That's me. I, well, you know, and I'm always, here's what I'm always surprised at. When I say to somebody, so are you in class? Mm-hmm. And they go, no, I don't really need an acting class. <laughs> I know. Really? Well, I already know how to act. Okay, first of all, acting class, not about learning how to act. Mm-hmm. That's about working your muscle. Working the craft. And that's if you are, you don't really need acting class and you don't really need a manager. Right. It's you so know? true. I mean, this, but... is, this is a, a I'm, I'm adamant about it. Mm-hmm. Whether you like him or not, Robert De Niro, still in class. Yeah. He's, you know, all the amazing actors have studied and trained and then helped others and exactly. view that craft to others because auditioning is a craft, acting is a craft, and if you don't study and work your craft, exactly then you right. don't have anything no. to. I have so many clients who it's, they're not in, when, they're, when they haven't been in class, then they get an audition and it sucks. Of course it does. Because they haven't been working that muscle. Correct. And it's like, oh, I really bombed it. Okay, but you shouldn't have. Right. You should be able to pull out of, at any moment, you have an audition tomorrow for, this actually happened yesterday. Oh, tell us. A series regular audition came in for a client who works all the time. They panicked. Mm. And they've had series. And they were like, I can't, I can't, I can't do this tomorrow. And I was like, wait, but, oh, why? <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. I mean, really, I'm like, why can't you do this tomorrow? Mm-hmm. And they were like, I just need more time. Like, if you need more time, then you need to get into class. Yes. That is never a good excuse. Just because you're on a series or doing a movie doesn't mean you shouldn't be in class. No. A lot of my people that are on series come train in class as well. They keep that muscle fresh. Here's the other thing that I have seen happen recently. That's, it's, it's been an interesting sort of shift um, because so many things are getting put on tape right now. Yes. Um, which is, on one hand, amazing. Oh. Levels the playing field. Totally. This is great. On the other hand, it's n- horrible because you get so used to doing the tape in your pajamas and it takes and you doing two it or 20 three times. hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you go into uh, uh, testing. And you're, you, you don't know what you're doing. And I've had people say to me, well, can't I just do a self-tape? And it's like, yeah, but, but casting wants to meet you. But here's the thing. It's always better to get in the room. Always better to get in. And that's what I always say. Always. Always better to get in the room. If the casting director wants to meet you, get your butt to the casting office. If you need to coach before you go, coach before you go. A hundred percent. I feel you know, like it alienates. Just doing tapes is a very alienating situation. Oh, absolutely. When I work in Atlanta, um, the actors feel very displaced because most of their auditions are on tape. On tape, that's right. And they don't feel like there's sort of a community of theatricum. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and that's happening here just a little bit too. But I know all my people love to go in the room, and that's what you should want to you do. You should want to do. And it's all about that connection. Yeah. But let me get back to you on being manager. Talk to me. So. You you run this company. You yes. have other managers that work for you. Yes. Do you do they all have separate clients? And do you have to okay everybody? Do you oversee it? What is what's the process? Uh, the process at Bohemia is it's different for every manager. Um, the more senior managers, I don't. If they want to sign somebody, they can sign somebody. Mm-hmm. We have uh, uh, I like to call it the farm team. Mm-hmm. Um, some junior managers as much as I'm sure everybody hates that word, but they're, they're, they're newer managers and they can't just sign anybody. Right. Um, and I, I, 
but I have them work uh, people. I have like a, a, a house list that's, mm-hmm. you know, overseen by me. Mm-hmm. And then they work those and they get to know those actors. One of the things I like to do is when somebody comes in, um, I like to create a team for them. Mm. Um, and I'm sort of on, I'm on everybody's team. Right. Any, every actor at Bohemia at any given time knows that they can pick up the phone and call me anytime. Beautiful. I'm not necessarily their day-to-day person. So you have a couple managers that you think would work well together yeah. within the within, company. And it could be that because somebody is uh, a local hire in New York and they live in L.A. and maybe they're, they're able to work in the U.K. So the team I will put together is the New York person, an L.A. person, and uh, the U.K. person. Mm-hmm. So, it, so they really get the most... Um, the bigger bang for the buck, I suppose. Yes. Uh, and so when actors do book jobs, but before you answer that question, mm-hmm. just tell the audience, who people who are listening, where your locations are exactly. Uh, in Los Angeles. Los Angeles. New York. New York. London. London. New Orleans. New Orleans. Berlin. Berlin. Auckland. Auckland. And Olympia. <laughs> What? Olympia? Yeah. <laughs> this is crazy. Um, it's I used so to have exciting. An, I used to have an office in Atlanta and an office in Pittsburgh, and those were epic fails. Oh, so she's had some fails. Let's talk about your fails. <laughs> Atlanta was a fail. Atlanta's Atlanta. an interesting, um, it's a different um, vibe. It, it, it is a different vibe, and Atlanta was a fail, and Pittsburgh was a fail. But why was Atlanta a fail? Atlanta was a fail because of the person I put into, in it. Ah. Uh, they weren't. They didn't. They were new to the business, and I'm really big on teaching. Mm. Um, uh, you, I know you're writing a book. Mm-hmm. I am also writing a book mm. on management. Great. And you know you'll be back so, when that book gets exactly. So um, so my goal was to sort of bring this person into and and teach them ma- ma- management. Yes. Um, <laughs> that did not work out. Okay. But there's an opportunity because there might be somebody else. Absolutely, absolutely. And my, but you know, with New Orleans, the person in New Orleans really covers all the southeast. Yes, um, and it is the southeast market. Right. Um, I have a lot of clients in, in the southeast market. Yeah. Pittsburgh itself was a, an interesting uh, situation. I don't know how much you know about Pittsburgh. I know nothing about Pittsburgh. There, Why would there be an agency in Pittsburgh? But, well, there are two agents in Pittsburgh. Okay. There are two casting directors in Pittsburgh. Mm. I was the first person to go in. As a manager, mm. the two agents were like, mm, mm, yeah. they weren't sure, yes, and they assumed it was competition. I actually mm. went and I met with them both, and I was like, let's work together. And they're like, yeah, we'll see. Ah, uh, so like, they blocked it a little bit. Um, and at that point, though, it's like you know, you can. I nobody blocked me, right? As much as it was like, this is now. It became a waste of my time. Yes. Um, because I I stayed there for about a year and a half. Yeah. And I, at, at that point, it was like, the person I brought on there, too, also, no. You have to have a good team, and that's it. Good, yeah, so it was, it was interesting, because in Pittsburgh, the person who I brought on, every person they met, they brought in as a client. Oh, so they didn't know how to they didn't weed know. out a little bit. Yeah. I have clients in Pittsburgh. I have three clients in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. That's plenty of clients <laughs> in Pittsburgh. That's hilarious. Okay, so yes. let's give some advice to actors. If yes. they're, what would what path would you tell them? What would you advise them to do to get their career in order before they even go after getting an agent or a manager? Uh, oh, getting their career in order. 
before you even need more advice? I mean, the training, what, what do uh, they need before they come to you? Well, I think they need to be in, well, I don't think they need to be in class. They need to be in class. Okay. They need to be in class. Um, before somebody comes to me, mm-hmm. it would be, I think it would be better if you had a little something to manage. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't do as much development as I used to. Mm-hmm. The development clients I have are kids. Mm-hmm. So that's a little different. Um, I know this is a bit of a bone of contention with a lot of actors, but get yourself into the union. Ah. Um, but let me ask a question about that because commercials now are so, there's so many commercials that are non-union. non-union. Doesn't it behoove actors to stay out as long as possible? So here's the thing, and I get this question a lot. Yeah. So an actor will say to me, well, everybody told me to stay out of the union. And my first question to them mm-hmm. is, how much money are you making non-union? Mm-hmm. And inevitably, the answer is none or not a lot. Mm-hmm. Because the problem with non-union commercials, mm-hmm. and I don't mean to go on a soapbox because the union has nothing to do with management, right. but the problem with non-union commercials is it's a buyout, and that's it. Right. And the more people that do them... Allow the, this to happen. The, uh, exactly. So it's you know it perpetuates that whole... So here we are... Um, okay, now there's 80% non-union commercials. You're not making that much money. How do we change that, though? Because it's so sad for actors who study and stop train. Stop doing commercials. So it would be to get every actor to stop doing non-union. Yeah, and again, I don't want to be... I'm not... In a, I, don't, I don't want this to become about a soapbox because I have my own personal feelings about the union, and, and as a manager, it doesn't actually affect me at all. Mm-hmm. But... I can do more for you if you're in the union than you're not in the union. Mm. union. Most managers and agents can do more And people are listening right now going, why? What can you do that's more? Like Atlanta is a right-to-work state. Ah, so right-to-work state. So so here's what makes that interesting. So yes, it is a right-to-work state. Um, A lot of states are right-to-work states. Which means? Which means you don't have to be. You can do a union film and not have to do it and not be in the union. You, it's your right to work. You don't have to be in the union to get a job that might be a union job. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of states are right to work states. Atlanta, Louisiana, Arkansas, a lot of the states in the South. Mm. Um, uh, the, the, the big mistake that a lot of actors make, and I know I'm sort of jumping around here, is that they, they, that's the grass is always greener syndrome. Mm-hmm. You know, They live in Atlanta, so now they think they should come out to Los Angeles. So they're in Los Angeles, and so much happens in Atlanta now. And, and so it's... It, the grass is not greener. Mm-hmm. If you want to move to Los Angeles, move to Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. If you want to move to New York, move to New York. Don't do it because you think you're going to work more or it's a better than where you are now. It's, it's not. Right. Be happy where you are and be able to be a local hire wherever you want to go. Mm-hmm. If, you have the, if, you can, if you're that... I don't care. You live in Idaho, mm-hmm. but with with when you're when you do live in places in all reality, like Atlanta, if you are doing a show, if you're doing a movie, I've seen people be like, "Oh, they've done eight episodes of Dawson's Creek okay. back when it was on." You know, I know if you're living in the southeast, 
you're doing day player roles and you're getting paid day player rates. Right. Because they're flying. So you in. as a manager want people in the union here to Well, they're flying people in from Los Angeles and New York to do the guest star roles. Right. So I don't I've not always that impressed people, oh look, see how much I've done? It's like and I look, I can say I'm not that doesn't impress me. It impressed me you worked. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Right. But don't oversell yourself either. Because mm-hmm. we all know the, how the business works. Mm-hmm. If you want to come to Los Angeles and and try and make it, it's going to be tough. It's going to be expensive. But this is really the place to come. This is here or New York. Um, but mostly here. I, I mean, there what? is a lot of opportunity in New York. but There's a lot, a lot of, but, of opportunity in New yeah. York. I mean, a lot of stuff films in New York. A lot of TV shows film in New yes. York. Um, even Chicago. Yeah. But... Um, here, your chances are is where you're going to get your comedy. Where are you going to get your comedy? Your sitcom. The, well, this is where you're going to get your sitcoms. This is where you're going to do, yeah. yeah. Do the, more comedy. This, well, there's most. There's more here. That is there for is, sure. Yeah, there is more here, but not by, it's, it used to be like 85% is in Los Angeles. Right, but not It's anymore. not. It's mm-hmm. more like maybe 60%. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there is a lot if you want to live in New York or Chicago. Well, there's what four four shows in Chicago, I think. Right. But they're cold. And it's cold. So cold. But in you Chicago. know, here's the other thing. Netflix. Netflix is changing the way we do business. Exactly. You know, they're opening a studio in New Mexico. Mm. That's crazy. So you know, I'm sensing a management company maybe in New Mexico. I feel it. Do you guys feel maybe. it? I feel maybe. it. There are a couple places I'm looking at. Okay, so yes. what should actors do? Be prepared. Know okay. who they are. Who Tell they me are. something. Tell, give them some um, advice. Uh, give advice. Yes. Don't be stupid. Um, <laughs> take care of yourself in a healthy way. Do take care of yourself. Um, do know yourself. Uh, when I say know yourself, though, I think I, I, what I mean by that is understand... And I don't know if you guys do branding here. Branding is one of these new things that drives me insane. Oh, my brand. It's like, okay. <laughs> I don't really understand what that I know, means. I, know, I think I'm you not, are who you are. And, you are who you are. And but, do you. And I think, well, yes. <laughs> and I think that, but this is like such a big thing now. And the whole branding thing is turning people into these weird marketing. Everybody wants to be an influencer. Know yourself and understand what you can do. Mm-hmm. And work towards the things that you want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I always tell people about you know being the pa- having their passion as being an actor, but what if there's a higher purpose? Mm-hmm. So you need that voice box in your work Absolutely. to tell a bigger to you know give back in a bigger way. Absolutely, I'm also a big fan of any actor. Um, I'm a big fan of the toolbox. Mm-hmm. What's in your toolbox? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you look at somebody's. Um, uh, Profile and they've checked every box. Yeah. It's like, yeah, no. But you <laughs> meaning know, like me, you know, uh, they they uh, dialects, uh, dialogue, uh, every everything. They could do it all. Yes. And I know that's not true. And you know what? I don't want you to do it all. Right. But I do want you to do cool stuff. I don't. I don't. Uh, you know, one of the things Bohemia does. I'm a big advocate of um, helping actors build their toolboxes mm. um, and we'll do, we do Bohemia Days such as tell us we do Bohemia Gun Day wow where we take I take actors up usually six to twelve at a time and they learn how to shoot 
like you were caught, like from the so, holster, so right. for TV and film. Right. So she's not just saying have a gun day for fun. She's no, doing no, no, it no, for no, 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 no. This tactical. Is a, this is work. and that's what it is. It's a t- at the end of that day, you are you've passed level one tactical. So when you go on to a set, mm-hmm. you. First of all, don't look like an idiot. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you, but, but the confidence but of understanding what you're doing. Absolutely, I think there's way more to it than people. So we do that. So we have a gun day, which we're actually doing one in London, because they don't lie fire in London. We're making it because everybody wants to be a superhero and an mm-hmm. action star. Yes. So in London, it's vehicle ops and helicopters, and they're going to learn. Incredible. You guys, did you hear that? It's in London. If you're listening and you're in London, <laughs> I would contact. June in June. We're yes. Gonna, we're gonna so. So that's a, so that's important. So you do that? Do you do, do like um, do, stage combat? We have, you we know, do stage combat. combat. Yeah. We do um, boxing. Mm. Um, this summer we're going to do a Bohemia Surf Day. I know it's silly. But silly? Surfing is the greatest thing in the world. Well, and more, it's, but it's also just, so again, it's, you, it's a day you learn how to do it. And now that's something that you know and you understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are some of the other things we do? We do... I'll be surfing in Maui with my retreat in June. Those waves are are huggy waves. You don't get hit like a wall in Malibu. Those are some sweet. Um, We're going to do like a horseback riding day. Again, Mm. people. So these are tools that will come in handy. Yeah. As as just as as an actor. So you take your your people that you work with and you create like a little family. Yes. And you put your arms around them. And you sort of mother them and guide them. And how long do you let someone be with you um, if they're not bringing in work? Ah, so the, the, the inevitable money question. Um, well, I, isn't it all? It's it business. It is. It is. It's business. It's not. Here's what it's not. It, um, it's not always just about money. Okay. For me. Great. Uh, if you've been with me a year and you haven't made me any money... I don't, I'm not, I'm not like, uh, you're out. Okay, great. Uh, I look at the bigger picture. Now, if you've been with me for four or five years and I see there's stagnation yeah, no momentum. and there's no money, then I'm not the right person for you. Right. I'm, I'm not, it's very rare that somebody has left Bohemia or I've asked somebody to leave Bohemia and the bridge has been burned. Mm-hmm. If I'm not the right place for you, go with the gods. Yes. Find the person who's going to make you, let you flourish. It may, it's not me. I'm not perfect for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so it does you become stay a, with the person until you feel like the momentum's off and, and, and both people are not being serviced in the right way. Yeah, and sometimes they don't realize that, uh, you know, it's, it's sometimes, they come, more often than not, it's coming from me first. It's like, this isn't the place for you. But it's, it's it 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 usually isn't just after the first year. Yeah, uh, it's usually a couple you, years. Yeah, because you know what, you can't. I. It's a crazy business. Well, yeah, you need a whole. That's why I think it's always funny when somebody says, "Well, I want to leave my agent." Well, how long have you been with them? Well, four months. Okay, but you haven't even been with them for a full Hollywood year. Yeah. How do you know that you don't? And what up. would a Hollywood year be? A Hollywood year. So we have. Everybody knows what pilot season is. So well, some pilot, people don't. Okay, but, so pilot yeah. season actually now happens year-round. Yes. So let's just talk about that. Pilot season is year-round. Network pilot season mm-hmm. goes from the end of January to the beginning of April. 
this year different though this year ended in mid-march it, it, it ended in mid-march it didn't end in mid it ended early part of the reason it ended early is because and this is my always my favorite thing when actors come in and go oh my god pilot season i'm like yeah you just get over that you have you are not going to have a pilot season whatever you think you're going to have no, is it not is very happen. true for actors not to base their life on pilot season pilot yes, season can't. besides the fact that there's opportunity all year round well it's you, it's so rare to even be able to book a pilot yeah, if you haven't had a bunch of series under your belt absolutely and that's okay right but you know what else happens during network pilot season episodic season is still going on mm-hmm so now episodic season happens. I think we are we are literally we've just wrapped up network episodic season in the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. So now we have this really weird time period. A little downtime. May and June. May and June have now um, become. This is when the cable shows mm-hmm. are are shooting. Casting, yes. So the cable shows are shooting. Uh, recasting is going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, next week is what we, what, what we call the upfronts, mm-hmm. which is when we now know what, what's going to get picked up. Mm-hmm. So now we've got cable going on in May and June, and right after the Fourth of July, it's network pilot season, a network episodic season is back up. So you want to give your agent at least from January through January, so yeah. or December, whatever. I, I yeah, absolutely, or your manager. Yeah, um, don't be the jumper. Yeah. It's not good to have that don't, reputation. Don't to be, be a the jumper. jumper, you know. But give somebody a solid Hollywood year, so you can work all the seasons. Because so this, the, so let's just reiterate. So January to April pilot season, April network pilot season, network pilot season, April to like May episodic. May and June um, is a little bit slower. However, the recasting after the upfronts takes place, and, and it's then, also when cable is uh, and cable casting going on. And then uh, right ju- after, after July, fourth, all the shows are picked up. Right and after then, the Fourth of July is right. when everything starts back shooting again. Mm-hmm. So I'm always fascinated when I hear somebody go, "Oh yeah, but it's summer, so nothing's going on." It's like, yeah, I, I don't know what summer you're talking about. Right. So if you're going away, and especially with parents with kids, mm-hmm. if they're like, yeah, well, we're going to go away in July or August, <laughs> yeah. it's like, okay, well, you're missing. Here's the thing. Don't stop your life Yes, for travel, Hollywood. of course. Don't stop your life for Hollywood. But don't come in and talk to me, tell me, because you know that it's not busy in August, when August is stupid busy, Yes. Um, that, that's why you're going to go away. This is one of the big mistakes actors make mm. is the cocky, I know it all attitude. Mm-hmm. I get it a lot. Mm. It drives me crazy. I think I if an actor really wants something, they don't want to leave. I always am pushing people to take a week, go do a thing, do it. live your life and explore and take your curiosity. And Hollywood's not going anywhere. Yeah. We're not going anywhere. Plus, you could put yourself on tape. Here, there you go. But you what you're saying, and what I'm hearing you say, is you don't want the actors to say, "Oh, I'm taking out this whole month. Goodbye. See you later." Because I know it's not. Because I know this is. Yeah. It's, it's summertime. The to other, me, it seems like it's year-round auditioning. It is. There is. It's never. There used to be a time when it really there was like nothing would happen. Mm-hmm. It's never like that. It's not like that anymore. It's not. It's there's stuff going on all year round, and when if it's if it's busy. And it's always busy for us. But here's the thing. I also want to tell actors that if it's not busy for you through your agent or your manager, you should be creating web series, YouTube. that to everybody. You should be doing something that... Yeah, don't wait, create. That's great. You know, I mean, I think that, you know, but here's the other thing. It, it, It just, it may not be busy for you right now. Right. So don't assume it's not. 
There are a couple things that actors do that I think are really important. Stop listening to other actors. Despair and compare. Biggest loss. Absolutely drives me insane. But my friend said they're going out on six auditions a day. No, they're not. And even if they were, it's not. It does. It's their world. It has world. nothing to do with you. Correct. The other thing that's I, that is sort of a, I don't want to call it a pet peeve, but I hear myself saying it a lot. There's no window. Mm-hmm. There's no window in Hollywood. There's no rush. I got to do this now. I got to get this before. I get, there's no window. It takes time. Like it I used to say time. to my, my mom, how long does it take to make a baby when I was younger? She's like, it takes time. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like she just maybe didn't want to answer that question. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, but that's, you know. I just, so. Yeah. Study. Study. Train. Get to know yourself. Reach out to Susan because she's pretty damn awesome. When you feel like you have a package together, that you know the shows you want to be on, that you that you that you know a little bit about the business, and then Susan can help you as other managers will help you. And the last thing you want to say to everybody today, oh gosh, be positive. Be positive. Don't be afraid. Yeah. Don't be afraid. It really is. You know, it's such an amazing thing what we do. You know, how many people get to do this? Yeah. You know, this is so awesome. Um, own your shit. Yeah. Own your, own it. Own it. Own what you do and revel in it. And that's, that's how I live my life every day. I own it. I revel in it. I wake up every morning grateful. This makes me sound like some sort of new age hippie. But, no, but. But I do. I wake up every morning. I'm super grateful that, I'm, um, uh, that I've woken up. <laughs> and I am so ready to ch- meet the day. And I think that should be everybody. Everyone's mindset. You know, especially in this business. It's a hard business. It is. There's so many highs and you lows. You know, there's a hard business. And you should be enjoying every single one of them. Thank you so much My for coming. Pleasure. I Thanks adore you. Okay, guys, thanks for tuning in today. And you know to reach Bohemia is info at bohemiaent.com. Bye, guys. See you later. Go be courteously aggressive.